Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. For some reason, people don't think Carrie Underwood writes her own songs. Why? Uh, fortunately, the pros that she works with were quick to correct that. I think they just assume that she doesn't. But they're like, no, she does. We're not just, uh, you know, putting her name on it. And she writes these songs. So Yeah. No. A lot of people out oh. there hating on Carrie Underwood. <laughs> okay, Chrissy Teigen admits that she and John Legend closed the deal on the first night. She said, we were oh. on a music video set all day together, and then I went to one of his shows, and then, yeah. So if you want to know what video that is, it's Stereo. It's John's <laughs> 2007 video called Stereo. Okay. Yes. yes. Getting That's it sweet done. Voice, that cute face. Ooh, both of them. Yes. Uh, Jeffrey Owens, he is the actor that was on The Cosby Show, who we know was working at Trader Joe's. Um, he gave uh, the money that Nicki Minaj gave him, $25,000 donation to him. He, in turn, because he's a classy guy, has now given it to the Actors Fund in memory of the late, great Earl Hyman, who played Cosby's father, Russell, on The Cosby Show. Oh, cool. Which is so classy and nice, isn't it? It is. He's such a great guy. Okay, and on TV tonight, we have the premiere of Big Brother, I'm sorry, Survivor, uh, right after that, the season finale of Big Brother tonight. Also, a ton of other premieres like Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PT, Empire. We also have uh, South Park premiering tonight, so... There you Ooh, go. That's that, a lot. It is a lot. That's a force. That's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Thank you for the update, honey. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Report back to me in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Whoa. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk world seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and the one and only Don McLean. <laughs> Thank you, Don McLean. You're saying that with gusto, yes. That's my that's my uh, it's a, a hot tub. Getting hot, James oh, Brown. Oh yeah, James, James Brown. Brown. Too hot in the hot tub. Yeah. Getting hit in the hot tub. With Don, it's oh. hot. Oh, it's really hot. Oh. The water's hot. My toes hot. Oh, my gosh. What's wrong with me today? I don't know. I'm not sure. What's in your coffee? I want some. It's, it's, it's a secret, Lex. Okay. It's a secret. Okay. <laughs> uh, Don McLean, would you like to introduce today's very special guest? Oh, this is an honor. He's going to be at Beth L Synagogue on October 25th. 
He is doing a, a tour because of the success of his book. It's the man behind Black Klansman. We have Ron Stallworth on the phone. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, Ron. Hi, Ron. How are you doing? How are you? Good. Good. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you. Great. Well, we are. It's an honor. It's an honor to have you here. Uh, and we, we, we can't wait to see you at Bethel Synagogue. Let's start off for people, Ron, that are not familiar with your story. Uh, and the story behind Black Klansmen, I'm sure you, you're you used to this by now after 47,000 press interviews. <laughs> Can you give us a, a brief synopsis of uh, of the movie and, and how you fit into it uh, as such? Uh, the clip note version is simply, in 1978, as a Colorado Springs detective, the first black detective in the history of the Colorado Springs Police Department, I uh, saw an ad in the newspaper classified that said Ku Klux Klan for information, and then there was a P.O. box. Mm. So I wrote a letter to the P.O. box pretending to be a white supremacist and uh, mistakenly, stupidly, foolishly signed my real name to the letter and um, added the uh, undercover phone number that we used, uh, which was untraceable back then. About a week or so later, I got a phone call from a gentleman stating he was the local Klan organizer and he wanted to know why I wanted to join the Klan. So I told him my uh, sister had been dating a uh, a black guy and every time he put his filthy black hands on her pure white body, it made me cringe. Mm. And I wanted to do something to stop the abuse of the white race. His response was, you're just the kind of guy we're looking for. When can we meet? Mm -hmm. And thus began my investigation. Wow. And did you, wow. My goodness, Ron. And did you ever think in, in that moment, did you ever think that we would be at this moment where it's the book and then it's, it's a movie with uh, directed by the great Spike Lee and, and, and Jordan Peele? Did you think you would be here, Ron? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty incredible. How much of, of the movie are you involved in? Were you involved in writing the screen, uh, writing the screen, um, uh, or just being a part of it in general to be there? Were you there often? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Not uh, you were nothing. <laughs> you just left it into their creative hands, huh? No, uh, I wasn't invited. Spike, mm. uh, Spike invited my wife and I to the cast read-through, first time the cast got together, and we sat there while they read the script for the first time. And I answered any questions that they had, which was quite a few. And um, that was the extent of my involvement in the making of the film. Is there anything about the um, the movie that you didn't like or you thought wasn't true to your real story? Oh, there's a lot in there. There's uh, 90% of my book is in there. The other 10% is creative uh, screenwriting. Great. Yeah. And I would imagine as a creative, as as you understand that, I mean, some people get their feathers all ruffled uh, when that happens, but that you must be happy with the fact that it's 90%, right, Ron? Well, 90%, 90% is my estimation. Uh, I mean, yeah, you yeah. don't get your feathers ruffled, or you shouldn't get your feathers ruffled when Hollywood takes your uh, story yeah. and makes a movie out of it because you signed the rights to Hollywood to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so I knew uh, they were going to take some liberties, and uh, uh, I liked what they did with my story. 
agree. What do you want people to get out of this story, Ron, at the end of the day? When I always call them parking lot conversations or car conversations. When they're driving home and they're digesting your, sto- your story, that film, what, what do you hope they get out of it? I hope they take away the fact that don't get hung up on labels. Uh, whether you call yourselves Ku Klux Klan, alt-right, neo-Nazis, or skinheads, you're still part of the same monster. And that's uh, the belief that white uh, supremacy is uh, better in this country than multicultural diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get hung up on the labels. Just recognize the monster for what it is. And also, I hope they take away the fact that this historical thread of white supremacy dates all the way back to our founding, and Spike weaves it very well, uh, starting with the Civil War and bringing it all the way to Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Um, America's DNA is, in, is, is ensconced in uh, uh, white supremacy. And uh, don't, uh, don't be afraid to confront it when you see it. And I also hope they take away the fact that they need to uh, register and go vote mm-hmm. and get this idiot out of the White House because he is a white supremacist in chief and he gives an ideological wink and a nod to these guys to say these things and come out from the shadow. Well, now, Ron. Um, I have another don't question. Don't email us, people. Do not email us. Yeah. Ron. Ron, we're bracing for the emails. Yes, go okay. ahead. Hey, Ron. Yeah, yeah, um, Ron, whenever you saw the movie, I was thinking, well, when I saw the movie, I was thinking about uh, the moments whenever Adam Driver, that character who uh, you basically had a white cop that had to go impersonate you. Was there ever a moment in the real story where you were afraid you were going to be found out? No. Okay. No. First of all, I was a trained undercover investigator, and we don't get scared. Yeah. Mm. We uh, we do our job. And uh, secondly, um, there was only one moment where uh, they questioned the validity of uh, who I said I was, and Mm -hmm. I had sent sent the Adam Driver character, uh, his real name uh, that I use in my book is Chuck. I had sent Chuck posing as me to a meeting with these guys, and something was said at the meeting that I wanted to follow up on. He left the meeting, came back to the office. I waited an hour, and then I called the uh, Klan people. And when the phone, uh, when they answered the phone, the first thing they said when they heard my voice was, "You sound different. What's wrong with your voice?" Mm. So I coughed. And then I said, I have a sinus infection. <laughs> and the guy said, oh, I get those all the time. Here's what you need to do. And then he proceeded to prescribe a remedy for me. That was the only time they questioned the fact that they were dealing with two people. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. Crazy. Well, Ron, wow. it's, a, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, we're going to give everyone the information. October 25th at Bethel Synagogue. And here's the good news. Uh, police and first responders, uh, tickets are only $18. Tickets are on sale now. So, Ron, thank you so much. Have a good day. You too, folks. Thank okay. you. Thank, thank you. you. We'll see you next month. Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Uh, the movie, movie, by the way, has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, also, 
we have a 95% chance that we're going to get an email. I'm <laughs> well, just going to say that, yeah. Please don't email us, people. Not our words. It's a live interview. <laughs> Please. You know the three of us try to be respectful. We don't do politics. Yeah. But in a live inter- interview, please, please, please. I'm in a really good mood. Please yes. don't ruin it. Please. We yeah. try to be respectful to both sides. Yeah. You know we do. We don't feel that way. Thank you. And we apologize. God we don't want, and we don't want speed. Yeah, yeah, Fascinating guy, though. I think this oh, will be a great oh, view. Yeah. Uh, just, just to hear his story, how it became a Hollywood movie, but also just his his message, his basic message of just categorizing people. Uh, it's definitely a, it's a great thing to think about. Absolutely. So head on Absolutely, over there if you'd like yeah. to go see him. Yep. There we go. Um, in less important news... Yes. I have something to tell you. Mm. Yeah? What? Are you throwing I'm, away your underwear today because they're uncomfortable? Listen to the podcast. I'm, to- I'm pregnant <laughs> with triplets. No, oh, man. I, uh, Whoa. In that commercial break, yes. right before we spoke to Ron, our great long national nightmare has ended. Yeah? I kept refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. <gasps> Jason. I got the only... Apple Watch available through the app. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I can breathe now, Lex. I can breathe. Wow. I can wow. breathe. I wasn't breathing before, and now it's now all good. Now you're good. Now you're good. Girl, I played the game. I can, it was like I was obsessed. Every like, all of my free time, I would jump on the Apple Store app and kept refreshing, 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 refreshing. Out of inventory, not available for pickup. Not available for pickup. Not available for pickup. Refreshed. I I stopped. I stopped one time. I used the the little boys' room in that commercial break. Sat back down. Put my headphones on, and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna refresh one more time. And Whoa. the thing turned green, Ooh. green, green means go, Amelia, go, Amelia, red light, Amelia. <laughs> and I got it. I could cry. I literally could cry. Do you think that other tech nerds out there have been doing the same exact yep. thing and you beat yep. everybody? Man, that's satisfying, that's, isn't it? That's satisfying. Yes. I know. Because I know other tech nerds like me <laughs> that, that didn't, uh, didn't do the order uh, right away. You know, we do that. You have to, because the inventory, Apple does this to bring up demand. Yep. They, you know, oh, it's crazy. Now, will you, now you already have one ordered, so you'll cancel that order? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah, so, I just don't oh. want you to forget, and then you have two Apple I'm watches. so excited. I, I just, I, I, I want to hug you guys. I want to buy you a car or something. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> I'm so yes. happy. I'm very excited. Oh. <sighs> Wow, okay. well, that's good. Uh, hopefully, how long will it take for uh, delivery? I'm picking it up right after the show, Lex. Oh, you can pick Literally it up the store? My... Oh, I need to pick it up today. What? Oh, wow. I'm birthing it. It's... <laughs> I birthed it right from my machine. I just I have it wow. right there. Mm. Huh. I wonder really where that from... is. Uh... <laughs> well, you... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You have huh? a vagine that pops out Apple Watches. <laughs> that is a championship vagine. It's very, very special, Dawn. It's a special. That's right. Is it also a time machine? <laughs> it is. It is a time machine. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Any hoodly doodly. Okay, uh, 816, again, thanks to Ron. If you want more information, uh, go to Beth, uh, Bethel Synagogue's website to get mm-hmm. tickets. And again, a special price for police and first responders. Uh, and don't forget, one week from today, one week from today, it is Project Down and Dirty. We will be broadcasting our very first broadcast from Mystic Lake Casino a week from today. I can't believe it. Uh, for more information, go to mytalk1071.com. Dear friend. We're doing comedy, guys. Woo. That's well, we're going to try. Yeah, ch- ch- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we're going to be back with a Dirt Alert right after. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Oh, hello, buddy. Hello, buddy. That's right. Welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time to get caught up on all the big talkers of the day and the dirt alert with the Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello. Good morning, you guys. Another day, morning. another mugshot morning. for Bill Cosby. We've got oh. two mugshots now um, because Bill Cosby is now at the prison that he will call home for three to ten years. He was moved after his sentencing, um, and he is at a maximum security facility. It houses some of the most violent offenders in the state of Pennsylvania. And, uh, of course, the judge deemed Bill Cosby a sexually violent predator, which apparently was the trigger for the choice of prisons. He spent a few hours at the county jail after he was led out of the courthouse in handcuffs following his sentencing and the judge denying his bail request before being transferred to the prison facility. Um, If he serves the full 10 years, he'll be 91 when he was released. I would find that surprising if you served the full 10 years. I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on the radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say this with trepidation because I don't want it misconstrued, but the only thing that I'm surprised about, because I actually do think it should be longer, um, the, the sentence, mm-hmm. is the fact that he's at a maximum security facility. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. I, 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 that's the only thing as an 81-year-old. And, and, I, and I've heard, they, you know, like you said, they, they have a special area for uh for for elderly yeah and there's a doctor there's a high but i'm still surprised they put him in a maximum security i I think it's because of that um because of that label sexually violent predator and that's because of that uh, you know that's because of i mean arguing from the prosecution but also i think that um psychology witness that they brought on the stand during the sentencing hearing who said um, who made that statement, and this made a lot of headlines, was uh, she said that he may have already met his next victim. Like, she did not believe that as a psychologist, she believed that he was mentally ill and had the urge to assault women mm-hmm. regardless, that he has a, a drive to do that, and it doesn't matter how old he is. And so she found, she was arguing, her testimony was that she was, um, that he was a danger to society. 
I know we usually, like, I know this segment is usually for headlines and stuff, but I I really do want to ask a question to all three of you because it's something that I think about a lot. And I, what is Camille Cosby thinking? What is Camille Cosby thinking? I I often wonder when I think about this case, does she believe him? And Mm. if she doesn't, if she doesn't, do they have a pact? Do they have an agreement? How, I, I just re- uh, I just saw again for the first time in a couple years that New York Magazine cover mm-hmm. with all of the women sitting in chairs. It's a it's a, an astounding cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, as the wife, can you ignore that? And I immediately thought of Camille Cosby. What do you guys think? I think people can tell themselves a story mm-hmm. that is not the truth about mm. the reality of life, and they can tell themselves that story. Over and over and over again. And, you know, I I don't want to relate it. I don't know. It's the same story that you hear from like, you know, when you hear about women who kind of chose their, the man over their children, right? If the man was abusive to their children, right. that they still stand by and choose him. I don't know if it's some sort of, um, she's just like a Stockholm syndrome kind of a thing with her for so long. Yeah. I wonder if she knew that it was going on. She, before. I, she, I think she had to have known at least that do you he was think unfaithful. She, I don't know. Lex, do you think she, yeah, Lex, Lulu, what do you? I'm honestly not sure about that, but the fact that she knows now, I think part of her is just like, well, you know, at this point, he's going to jail, he's going to prison, to, to divorce, to do all of that. She just probably is just not knows what their to... real conversations are. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, is it's not just standing by him. It's aggressively defending him. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, she was claiming that there was falsified evidence used to win the conviction against him. I mean, yeah. she was making motion. She was mm-hmm. um, heavily involved in the defense of him. So it's not like she's standing there mm-hmm. saying, I made this commitment before you know, my family and God. And so I'm going to stand by him through better or worse. It doesn't matter. Um, It is like actively trying to defend his, um, his actions. Yeah. I don't think she knew at the time. I I really don't don't know. It's like, I I know he's only been convicted of this one crime, but there are 60 women that came forward. Right. If all that is true, it's allegedly Think about the time and effort you put into doing that. How could she? She's been married to him for so long. How could she not know something? I know. I know. It's crazy. She was not there at Bill Cosby's sentencing. Um, And, you know, I can imagine that that was probably to avoid having her reaction captured. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean it. it just it's obviously the biggest story of the day. And I other than the victims, you know, always victim first. But I. I, the curiosity of Camille Cosby for all the reasons that you that you just said, Elizabeth, and more, but her her ardent defense of him, you know, I I just it's fascinating to me because I wonder I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't know if I'm with let. I wonder if she knew. She, yeah. I, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. It's a real troubling situation, um, but I think at least uh, I did read that the um, one of the prosecutors was saying they were happy with the sentence. So that was good. One okay. of the prosecutors who was part of the yeah. trial. Uh, Will Smith celebrated his 50th birthday by bungee jumping from a helicopter. Ooh, Ooh, gosh. I think that's <laughs> yeah. kind of fun. I, I mean, I would never do that. That sounds terrible. Never. But they had um, YouTube captured this and you could live stream it and watch it yesterday. He was hooked to a harness and bungee cords and he was dangling over a gorge in northeastern Arizona. Yeah. No. No, never. 
Never. Oh, I was just afraid of my back, you know, just the snap back there. Oh, you guys, I get so stressed. I had to go on a ride at the fair this year and I got all stressed <laughs> out about it. They sent me on the wild thing at Valley Fair earlier and I was like, oh man, I'm too old for this. Right. Oh, we're, no. We're going to do this for B. Arthur for her 85th coming up next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah, but over the Mississippi, Lex, right? Isn't it over the Mississippi we're putting her? Sure. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Okay. I, I did want to do that zip lining over the Mississippi during the Super Bowl last year. Oh, it was and I, so cold, though. I know, but still, it would have been really fun. Congratulations oh. are in order to Rashida Jones because she is a mom and she kept oh. it quite secret. She's 42 years old. She welcomed her first child with her boyfriend, Ezra Koenig, months ago. Mm. And he is the 34 year old lead singer of Vampire Weekend. They've never publicly confirmed their relationship. Um, but they had a baby. I think she is a gem. Oh, She's so yes. fun. She yeah. is a gem. Yes. She is. We want to be and you friends. are too. Oh, you are too, Elizabeth you. Reese. I was setting you, you up for that compliment. I know. <laughs> Hello, buddy. That's right. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. We're going to take a break and we'll be back after these words. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. You've got your sunrise, you caught a prize, you, you're making your Johnson. Party nights, summer whites, you, your friends and your Johnson. Rooster tails, water trails, you, your kids and your Johnson. Saturday nights, distant lights, you, your girl and your Johnson. You and your Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. That's right. Jason and Alexis in the morning, or as Lori and Julia call us, the morning show. Uh, I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean of the Plano, Texas McLeans. Oh, nice. Yeah. Don't forget to follow my talk on Instagram, my talk with and the three of us nutbags, Dawn at Dark, Lex in the Cities, and Jason Matheson. I can't, uh, uh, I, I tried to keep her from calling in, but I just can't stop her. Live from the nether regions of Earth. It is our horned, hooved, hairy hose beast of a boss, B. Arthur. Hey, B. Good morning, Lex. Hi, Don. Hello. I'm here too, hose beast. <laughs> Anywho, how you doing, yeah. B? Now, why are you? Uh, we're we're trying to conduct a, a, a quality <laughs> broadcast here, uh-huh. and you're. And, and you're demanding airtime. I mean, you are our boss. I guess you can do that. But we had a fantastic segment planned right oh. here, and you're ruining it. I, I have something really cool to announce. Okay. <gasps> Ooh. What is okay. it? We're going to Disney. It, well, is, well, is this cool a joke? Some, is this? No. Is, no, this, this is, is not serious. A, it's cool for some, maybe disappointing for others. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh. What is this? The oh. very the, last ticket for Project Down and Dirty sold overnight. <gasps> there are literally none oh. left. Uh-oh. They're all gone? They're gone. 2,100 tickets. How many? 2,100. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a lot of people to laugh at Alexis's dad jokes. <laughs> I know. But that means that next week we have, what, 10 pair? 
Yeah, it's very important. And those that's well, not next week. We're giving them away starting this week. So, um, so yeah. So we have ten pairs left. That's it. You can only win them now. Listen for that hot ticket sounder. That's right. Ten pair left. Isn't that exciting? You guys are going to be performing in front of twenty-one hundred people. That's that's a lot of pressure there, Doug Lord. No pressure. No pressure at all. Everyone's naked and we're in the dark. Yeah. Julia, by the way, is still freaking out. Yeah. Why? She's doing stand up for them, but she wanted to do it. But she is losing her mind. What What do you mean? What, what, just, what is she, she literally, oh, she's so funny. She went online to do research. Now, she's, and, uh, B. Arthur, she's from the afternoon show, right? This Julia uh, Yeah, you, the you afternoon show. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah, call yeah. it the afternoon show. Yeah. Um, but she went online to do research. Don't ask me why this is the thing that came up. But she goes, Any, I listened to Phyllis Diller do a stand-up routine. And in order to fill two minutes, she told like 30 jokes. Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, yeah. 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 Uh, yes. She's like, that's so many. Yes. But you guys, I told her that she had, really what you'll have is like three-ish minutes. Okay. But yeah. I told her you had six. Oh, tell her. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's good, B. Naughty, B. Yeah. <laughs> no, and tell her since they're the what, last. You know, you guys, will you play along with this? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's tell her that it's been increased to ten. Tell her ten minutes because she she doesn't listen to the she doesn't listen to the morning Not show anyway. No, 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 she doesn't even know no. her name. But no, and tell her the reason is because, and I would presume I don't know. I'm sure you will announce this. They'll probably go last because of the the order of our shows. Right. Just say, hey, you're last. We want a big uh, big fireworks. You guys are the finale, so you get extra minutes. Yeah, she's yep. gonna have. That, but, but listeners are gonna have to keep that a secret. Yeah. yeah. Jalexis Rangers, yeah. yeah. Rangers, don't tell Julia. Do not tell Julia. We okay, trust I'll you. I'll tell her today that we looked at the show lineup and we need a little extra time at the end. Yeah. Trust yes. Tree, Jalexis uh, <laughs> listeners. Trust Tree. Don't get on social media and tell her. This is a trust tree here, right Even here. Even you, Lori and to. Julia, lovers. We love the girls. We adore them, but they yes. are fun to mess with. Well, let's be clear. We yes. love them on odd days of the week. So what's today? Is this a... Uh, um, Wednesday. Uh, it's, it's yeah, I mostly do. I love them except when Julia is asking me to run down the hall, the long hallway and get her a Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm Then sorry. I don't what? like her. When did that happen last? When did that happen? Oh, it happens like every other week. <laughs> she asked you... Literally, okay, let me just lay this out for people who don't understand. All of us office workers are in the, you know, in the, in the morning. We come in... In, in a normal eight-hour, nine-hour day. 13. Julia comes in at one thirty <laughs> for a show that starts at 3. <laughs> yeah. She's been at home. Wait, wait, wait. What time, and what time does she... <laughs> now, let's, let's further. What time does she leave, B? Oh, uh, 5.59 <laughs> p.m. There's a commercial break at 5.56, so she probably leaves at 5.56.15. Yeah, so one thirty to five. So one thirty, but imagine that she's been home until she left at one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So she's had all the time in the world to go to the store and buy herself a Diet Dr Pepper. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But she decides as she walks into the studio at two fifty nine p.m. She'll she has been known to stop by my office or the copier or wherever I am and say, "Honey, could you do me a favor?" <laughs> And I always say, no. Yeah. 
And she goes, could you go get me a Diet Dr. Pepper? And then I say, no. No. Mm. Uh-oh. I mean, oh, oh gosh. Is- oh, gosh. Gosh, honey. I don't know. Gosh. Okay, fine. Fine. Your okay, fine. It's right there, too. So it's so you right can't avoid there. it. Yeah. No. Oh, no. B. I mean, do I you, don't even do you like you, the, and I wouldn't ask you to do that. I, I know. Do you remember in yeah. the, this was in the olden days, the first year of Colleen and Brad being the lead into their show? Yeah. So like four years ago, five years ago. She would make Brad carry her stuff into the studio. <laughs> well, we she had can't a pile for- of like papers and stuff. So mm. she'd go, honey, honey, honey. Well, we can't forget, too, we almost lost our liquor license. Probably the best scandal ever, in, in quotes, was when she was breaking child labor laws. She had oh, that, yeah. oh, that yeah. seven, the seven-year-old intern or how... Uh, <laughs> or she, kept referring to her, she kept referring to her for like a month and a half or two. She would say, we'd say something, and she'd say, oh, I'll just have my PA do it, my yeah. personal assistant. <laughs> yeah. And we'd be like... What? Personal assistant? Really? And then we find out she's like 11. (laughs) Yeah. She's walking around with the Dora the Explorer travel bag. And we're like, what's this little girl doing in here? And we finally asked her, and she showed us her elementary school ID. And then she says, I work for Julia. (laughs) I have to tell you, I said to her one day, I go, okay, seriously, Julia, what do you have her do? And she goes, well, let me think. This weekend, I had her come over, and she took all my shoes out of my closet, and she cleaned up the ones I'm going to give away for Goodwill. Just let that soak in. Alexis, Mm. you're the uh, half of our listeners, and you will get this. Are you ready? Okay. You know who Julia is, and I just realized And by the way, we love, love, love Oh, we love Julia. Oh, please. People know it by now. Nothing to do with it. No, no, no. You know who she is, Lex? Who? She's Sonia Morgan. Oh, yeah. Julia, Real Housewives. She always has interns. Julia is Sonia Morgan. She's as wacky of Real Housewives of New York. She And everyone that watches New York right now, you are screaming at the radio, yes. Julia is our version of Sonia Morgan yes. from Real Housewives of New York. Wait a second. I remember one time I, I was sitting, I, as you guys know, my office is right outside the double wide where they prep. Yeah. Yeah. And this was probably seven or eight years ago. And I'd heard it over and over, things like this. And I finally, one day, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I heard Julia say really loudly to Donnie right before their show, Donnie, can you go out to my car? There's a banana in my back seat and I don't want it to go bad. She did not. Oh, yeah. And I yelled out my office, Donnie. I forbid you to go to her car and get a banana. I forbid you. Don, can you just, just go on the record? No. Don, can you just go on record as the executive producer of our show? Uh, can you please tell everyone that neither of us have ever asked you to fetch fruit for us? Can you oh, no. please? A- thank Absolutely you. Absolutely not, especially so right before the show. Ooh. Yeah, thank you. I just want. I be- love Julia. Like oh. I love her so much. Wait a second, oh, guys. Morgan. So what? if she's Sonia Morgan, does that make Lori Ramona? Yes. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, kinda. She is kind of Ramona. Mm. You think? Yes, Lori uh, is a little Ramona-ish. See, I think Lori is kind of a little bit Bethany. Okay. Well, All Shannon right. just well, Shannon just wrote to us that Julie is actually Ramona, and Shannon makes a point. And Lori is Sonia. Yeah, uh, well, no, no, I'm with B. So, Lori is a little Bethany. 
Think yeah, about she's it. Like she's yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, thank you, Shannon McCormick, on Twitter. You're right. Forget Sonia. Julia is 100% Ramona because yeah. Ramona, whenever they go on those trips, B. Arthur, Ramona always makes the hotel employees unpack her luggage for her. <laughs> yes, she does. And can't you see? And can't you see Julia doing that same thing? Oh, my God. Yes. And she does it so nicely. She goes, honey, 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 can you do me a favor? Honey, can you unpack my underwear, please? But you're right. Shannon's right. Julia is our Ramona. That is the best. Yes. That's what I'm going to call her from now on. She is Ramona. Yeah. Too funny. Okay, we're bored with you. Uh, We're leaving. All right. Uh, Project Down the Dirty sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Yeah, when Ted gives us a minute, I think it's out. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. There she is. Dark Lord of the Sith. B. Arthur. Lex. Dawn. She's Ramona. Yeah. For she sure. Is, she is absolutely Ramona. Yeah. Why, yeah. Okay. Fun loving turtle time. Yeah. Sometimes you, you know, you want to put a pillar over her head. <laughs> <laughs> but you love her. Yeah. Uh, 844. We're going to take a break and wrap up the circus on the other side. Stay with us. <laughs> Now, a moment with Johnny Carson. Do you know the price of meat is so high <laughs> that Oscar Meyer, Oscar Meyer, just had his wiener appraised? Oh! This has Johnny been a Carson moment with Johnny Carson. Good. That's right. Get that wiener appraised. <laughs> Jason and Alexis <laughs> in the morning on my talk 1071. Oh, Johnny. That's one of my. You know, I have my nap movies. Uh, the uh, I can't sleep in silence. I I have to have um, like a fan going. Yeah. Uh, sure. And when I and when I take a nap, I I always sleep. And Dawn, I I think you've slumbered in there. I always yeah. sleep in our in our movie room. It's a comfortable couch, wouldn't you say, Dawn? That's a comfortable, oh, snuggable yeah, couch absolutely. in there. Absolutely, yeah. especially when those puppies are all curled up. Oh yeah, and they have their spot. Oh, oh they always. So I lay down. I. I, uh, my aunt Pat made this beautiful Afghan, which Lex, you would love. I have a beautiful Afghan. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful Afghan. So I snuggle up with that. Then the boys get in place and I always turn on a movie. I turn on something, uh, in the background. And one of my nap movies is the fantastic, uh, PBS Matt American masters documentary about Johnny Carson. And I watch that. I'm not kidding. Probably four times a month, five times a month. And it, wow. it, every time, I'm not kidding. That's not a joke. That's probably, I'm being conservative. And I just, every time I watch it, I'm reminded of how great he was at his job and, and just how amazing he was with timing and how his number, you know, one of his greatest gifts was sitting, knowing when to sit back. And, and he always let his guests shine. And he knew, you know, he had plenty of time. You know, the monologue was all about him, you know, and his skits, mm-hmm. Fern. And, 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 you know, he knew that the interviews, the guests, that's when you, you, you let them shine. And, and when you let them shine, your show's better, you're better, and the audience is more entertained. And my goodness, uh, in one of my favorites, this doesn't require any visual. And, and a lot of you will start smiling when I set this up because you'll know what clip I'm talking about. One of my favorite moments 
that personifies his gift of letting his guest shine is when, because he really was brilliant at it with regular folks, Lex. I mean, obviously with stars, but he had the woman that collected potato chips that were shaped like things. Yeah. I can't even say it. He had this woman on. Don, have you ever seen this clip? <laughs> yeah. He had this woman on <laughs> that collected potato chips that were shaped like Yogi Bear yeah. and a candle. And, <laughs> and, he's, and he's letting her showcase all of these potato chips. And Ed McMahon, who sat you know next to the guest, sat on the couch, got her attention. Ethel, I think her name was. And Ethel turned away from Johnny. And Johnny had secretly put a bowl of regular potato chips behind his desk. Yeah. And when Ethel turned around to look at Ed, acknowledge <laughs> yeah. Ed, yeah. Johnny took a bite. <laughs> From one, one of the just a random chips. chip, not oh. her chips. She, she, oh. <laughs> she turned around, Lex, and the look on her face, she was legitimately like, oh, Did oh. you just eat Yogi Bear? Yeah. Which one? Oh, no. Oh, gosh, it was good. But anyway, Ooh. he's just the best. You guys can see that, by the way, uh, if you have like a streaming service, just search for American Masters Johnny Carson. Uh, it's so, it's so well done. Um, some greats are interviewed the late, great Joan Rivers, Gary Shandling, Steve Martin, uh, all of his producers are all interviewed. David Letterman, Jay Leno. It's, it's, it's a really well-made documentary. So anyway, yes. Uh, do we have Steve or Donna or any combination? Of- the combo is here. The Wait, duo. I came in, I came in late on that. What documentary? That's just for you, Steve. I, uh, yes, Donna, yeah. we're happy to have you. Yeah, no, Steve, all joking aside, Donna, you too, uh, the American Masters documentary of Johnny Carson oh, I from about that. five years ago. Ooh. Well, oh, it's fantastic. Where can you watch it now? Uh, various streaming services. Okay. Just jump on it, Steve, and put American Masters in uh, called Johnny Carson, King of Late Night. Oh, I love it. Right you, will, you will, Steve... Donna, seriously, you'll you'll talk you'll end up talking about it on your show. It's a fantastic documentary. Oh, so, awesome! Yeah, what Love do you guys have talk. coming up today? Yeah, I don't know. We got uh, <laughs> we got the uh, Millennial X Games <laughs> coming up today. Oh, that's right. At ten thirty, where we pit our uh, generational expertise against one another. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, I failed my mission last night. I was supposed to watch This Is Us. Mm-hmm. I ended up finishing The Good Place. Uh, prior to its season three premiere, so yeah. we're going to compromise and talk This Is Us. Mm-hmm. Donna, do you enjoy the This Is Us? I do. I do. Okay. I Did you watch last night? I do not watch this. I did. Oh, I watched Alexis it. likes it. Yeah. I love it too, oh, Donna. It's so good. And I'm yes. so surprised that I like it. Because it, I don't know. I, I, I went into it thinking, oh, here's another, you know, parenthood right. that's rip off. And I love it. I cry every episode. <laughs> and I love I it. Release. I like the release. <laughs> yes. I like the release. It's the only one like, I get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Well, that's Steve. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, oh, Steve. Three hours. Well, that's a great way to end our show. Go out there and be yourself, everybody, because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? Yeah, you be you. Get those sweet releases, friends. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. 
Hi, I'm here on USPTO. It's almost the end of the year, and if you don't put me on a timesheet, I will be gone forever. Use me or lose me. Let's get away. It's getaway time. Get our best deals of the season on a new Hyundai. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now, get 0% APR for up to 36 months, plus zero payments for 90 days on select Hyundai vehicles. Hurry to your local Hyundai dealer today. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offer ends 1323. Call 1-562-314-4603 for complete offer details. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now.